Welcome to the Lady Stuff Podcast with Kelly and Tiffany, the two licensed midwives behind Beautiful One Midwifery. This is your one-stop shop for all your Lady Stuff questions and topics. We are passionate about educating women, offering alternative solutions to common female health issues, and normalizing your body and your questions. Join us each week as we tackle new topics and laugh along the way. Welcome back to the Lady Stuff Podcast. I'm Tiffany. I'm Kelly. And today we have a absolutely wonderful guest. We want to like underline that word, wonderful, put a bunch of exclamation points after it because she is like our internet bestie. And uh, we're super excited to have her on our podcast. We've been on hers and uh, we're just feeling the podcast love today. Caitlin, why don't you introduce yourself to our audience and give a little bit of information about what you do in the birth world. I sure will. I'm so excited to be on the Lady Stuff podcast, number one, big fan. So my name is Caitlin Fusco. I am the host of the Happy Home Birth podcast, which I started a few years ago. What year was that? 2019? I started at the beginning of 2019. Um, and it's just been a blast hosting that for the last few years. Before that, I was a student midwife um, and was doing that, got pregnant, had my first babe, and she hit toddlerhood like a ton of bricks. <laughs> and I was just like, all right, this is, I'm not going to be able to balance toddlerhood and on-call life at this point in my life. So I backed away from midwifery for a time and I hope to, you know, eventually get back to it. Um, but so I have precious daughter number one, and then we have had precious daughter number two. She is, so now the oldest is four. The youngest is going to be two in June. Um, and yeah, just living life in South Carolina. We've got three chickens. Rest in peace to chicken number four. Um, and yeah, just that's me in a nutshell, I guess. I love raw milk. And this is why you are on the show. You have hit all of the places in our hearts. That Birthing, <laughs> motherhood, chickens, raw Unpasteurized dairy. <laughs> we are in the money with you, Caitlin. We are tracking. So today we're talking about uh, the aspect of birth that is in our control and the aspect of birth that is completely out of our control and how to sort through those pieces as a first-time mom or as a mom who's ha planning a natural birth for the first time or somebody who just wants to approach their birth a little bit differently, potentially to decrease disappointing feelings, to have accurate, healthy expectations. You know, Caitlin, we were talking a little bit before we started recording about the idea of this unicorn butterfly uh, and rainbows birth. Why don't you tell us about that a little bit? Because I thought that was such a sweet point. Yeah, so I think that... I think that what has kind of happened is there's the mainstream camp where, you know, women are on a conveyor belt is kind of what we think, you know, they just go into the hospital. It's not a very lovey-dovey experience. There's not a lot of closeness and a lot of times that can lead to trauma. Then we have midwifery care. We have the midwives model of care. We have connection. We have education. We have all of these amazing things. And 
since we know about these things, we want to shout them from the mountaintops. Like, hey, everybody, come here. This is the greatest option ever. You need to know about it. It's amazing. It's wonderful. You can have this amazing birth. And times I think that what I've noticed may be happening is we are shouting about how wonderful this is because it is and because it is so different from what so many mothers have been experiencing. But then what will happen is in a first-time mother or not necessarily a first-time mother, but someone planning a home birth's mind, they decide like, oh, this is going to be the most beautiful experience in the world. It's going to be nothing but beauty. It's going to be perfect. It's going to be just, you know, like it's built up to something that's almost unattainable. And what I've realized is, you know, that also can cause trauma when we, you know, we're expecting to have this like peaceful moment where we silently and gently breathe our baby into the water and bring it up to our chest, which happens and which is amazing. But then when a mom has another amazing, beautiful birth where she's, you know, on hands and knees, roaring her baby out, that that seems like a failure. So I feel like there's kind of, we need to have a discussion of what is a beautiful, like what is an empowered birth? What is a successful birth? And what are the things that we can do to attain that? And then what are the things that we need to just let go and realize that that's not in our control and it's too much to ask of ourselves, our bodies, our babies? Absolutely. My goodness. Thinking about this extra component that is going to be present in all birth situations, but not very uh, commonly identified. What is the benefit, do you think, for women who are able to think about this piece ahead of time? So I think that when we have quality expectations, you know, we're not setting the bar so high that, that nobody could reach it. We're not putting so much pressure on our midwife to be like our soulmate. You know, all of these different things that sometimes I feel like sometimes those feelings can come in when we are discussing how much better (laughs) midwifery care is to mainstream care. And that's obviously, I mean, that's my opinion. I think it's a lot better. And so I talk about that and I just want to make sure that we understand like it is, it is a more intimate experience. It is a more beautiful, wholesome introduction into motherhood in a lot of ways, I think. Uh, but we still have to remember that birth number one is wild. It is, it is the experiences out of our control. There are so many things that we can do to prepare, to allow for a, you know, a great experience, but we cannot manipulate every little tiny thing that happens. We can manipulate how we prepare. We can't manipulate our outcome. Um, so moms that are, that are understanding this at the beginning, they can think to themselves, okay, I, what are the things that I can control? I can control my mindset. I can control the team that I build around myself to support me. I can control my education and what I'm going to do to fully holistically prepare myself for this birthing experience. So we know those are the things that we can control. When we know that that's what we can control, we can let go of the other things that are just holding us down. I can let go of this idea of having to have birth happen this exact specific way. You know, I can let go of having to have a particular outcome. So even this idea of we start birth at home, but for whatever reason, a transport has to occur. 
that's not considered a failure. That's considered, well, this is what needed to happen for this birthing experience. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's what I'm thinking when I consider this control versus letting go aspect. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's so, you're touching on something so important that the, of course, the outcome is important and the mm-hmm. uh, emotions and feelings and uh, like the container of that vulnerability is so important, but the, what you surround yourself with, the care team that you have, the mindset that you have is so vital that no matter what um, you know, path your birthing takes, you still feel like, oh yes, like I did exactly what I needed to do in order to be as supported as possible, no matter what uh, the actual like tangible outcome is. You know, we've had clients who have had to transfer for very valid reasons. Um, and, you know, if it ends in a cesarean for one reason or another, um, it's not like a, oh my gosh, right? Like, uh, this was like the one thing I was holding out for. The one thing that was the most important to me was like how my baby came out of my body. But it's more so like, oh dang, like, yeah, that wasn't what I wanted. But I have such good support around me. I have my people who are still coming to my home to take care of me and all of those pieces uh, that, again, that they can control. And that puts so much um, confidence, I think, back in the hands of moms, which is where it belongs. Um, Okay, so you mentioned being able to control your education on things. I want to hear a little bit more about that because I know just uh, as our listeners know, as we like painstakingly put together our little course baby that we uh, launched out into the world, uh, you have had this amazing course that our clients have had the ability to take uh, for a while now and we've got such great feedback on. I want to hear a bit about that education piece. how women can prepare themselves uh, in a wise way and what you've put together for so many families. Right. So one of the things that I feel like I noticed, you know, I feel like I've intimately learned the home birth mother in the last few years from supporting her, being her, (laughs) from, from listening to interview after interview with her. I have a a wide understanding of what this home birth experience is like. And I, one of the things that I noticed is that there's not a lot of resources out there that are specifically fine-tuned for her experience, for her preparation. And that's a bummer. <laughs> like That really stinks. It stinks that the best we're going to be able to get is, you know, a, a course focused on natural childbirth. That's great. And there are some fantastic ones out there, but like, they're great. But, you know, language is so important and being able to tie things back to the experience that we're planning for is massive. And so that's where Happy Home Birth Academy came about from that, as well as the fact that I went from having a a beautiful first home birth. I mean, it was a, you know, a challenging first time labor that lasted all kinds of hours, but (laughs) I, the one thing that I look back and think about is the fact that there were some mental aspects that I could have prepared for a little better. I just didn't know about it until it had already happened. So with my second, I thought, wow, I really need to focus on my mindset. I really need to brush up on what's going on in my body during labor so that I'm not shocked by anything as it's happening. You know, there are a few key pieces that I realized, I think that if I focus on this, I'll be more aware 
in during my experience. Uh, it'll be that I am, you know, experiencing birth. I'm not feeling like birth is happening to me. So those were a few of the things that really pushed me to create for myself kind of a roadmap. I did that. And then I had baby number two and it was a beautiful experience. And not only, you know, the way that it happened, but the way that I felt during it was, I mean, cloud nine. I just felt like, Hey, I'm, I'm in this. This is, I feel what's happening to me. And I'm so involved in this process. I'm a working piece of this. I'm not just like, okay, here it is. So I had that experience and realized, yeah, this is what this is what moms need. Moms need to have this ability to prepare for their home birth in this way. So we've got this education piece, which really ties in the other two pieces that I mentioned earlier. So the things that we can control, we can control our mindset. We can control our team that we put around us and we can control our education. Inside of Happy Home Birth Academy, basically what I've done is really explained those aspects. I've explained how do we control our mindset? What does that even mean? You know, like where, what are we going to do? How are we going to use these techniques to help us relax? How are we going to use techniques to help us feel present? Then we talk about the actual like mechanics of labor. What is happening to our body? I feel like if your childbirth education course doesn't talk about the cardinal movements of labor at all, like if you don't know what's going on inside your body, how are you going to feel comfortable during the process? Like it just makes so much more sense when you know, oh, I remember that this was going to happen, you know, oh yeah, my baby must be engaging right now. Oh my, you know, when we have kind of labor landmarks, we can feel so connected to the process. I think that it helps us actually connect with what's going on so much easier during the process. It also helps us eliminate the unnecessary fear. You know, birth is wild and it's not something that we can know how it's going to go for us, but there's this other layer of fear that we have societally that just is like, oh, birth is scary, you know, and that's so unnecessary. When we know what's going on, we're not going to feel that unnecessary fear. And then there's education as a whole. So that's everything from, okay, what does a home birth look like? What am I going to need? How do I find the right midwife for me? What is she going to do when there's an emergency? And yes, there is a link to the podcast that we did together. <laughs> and then what happens if, you know, a transport is needed? What are we going to do? What are we going to experience? I think that those are all really, really important topics. We also go very deep into postpartum because holy cow, we are missing that piece. And <laughs> holy cow, we are missing that piece. Like we are not talking about how to lie in, how to set boundaries, how to, or at least just to be aware, like, Hey, guess what? Things are going to smell weird. Like <laughs> I had been around so many births, so many home births. When I started like smelling the after smells of birth, I was like, uh, what is going on? <laughs> you know, I just didn't know about that part. So kind of awaring, like giving an awareness to what happens. Awaring. I think that's a really good word that I just <laughs> may have made. I just verbed that. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, bringing awareness to that. And then finally, we have a, a full module on preparing your partner, which, 
Oh my gosh. Like I, that's the other thing. When I look back to my first birth, I had no realization how involved my husband could have been if I had just kind of opened the door for him to be involved and to really take take control of his role. He didn't know what it was. And I mean, I think a lot of times that happens. I'm sure it happens too. Actually, a lot of home birth moms probably because we are the type that we are like, oh, I'm all in this. I'm going to educate myself to the max. I'm going to know every single thing about birth. And so sometimes that can leave a husband thinking like, okay, cool. She's got it. (laughs) Like, nice. That's awesome. And not realize, oh, I can be involved in this. And so that's something that my husband and I learned through the first time and we capitalized on it the second time through and we worked together. We asked each other like deep and probing questions before our second birth. And then he was my rock for the second one. And it made such a a beautiful, I mean, it's the most beautiful memory that I have in my life is my second birth. And so I just realized there's so much that we can control to make it a beautiful, wonderful experience. And we should totally capitalize on all of that. And that's what we do inside of Happy Home Birth Academy. At the same time, there's the flip side, which is we cannot control the outcome. We've already said that we cannot, we can't set ourselves up to feel guilt if, if something doesn't happen the way that we had it our minds. Uh, So I feel like there's such a a beautiful balance in that, that recognition that, yes, there's so much that I can bring to this and there's so much that I can do to impact my experience. But yes, birth is, you know, an untamable event. And it's something that I am going to, you know, surrender to. Dang. I love it so much. It's so good. I think it's, uh, it just reminds me of the fact that like, we can know a ton about birth, about prepping, all of that. Like we don't know how a particular birth is going to unfold. Mm -hmm. We have to sit and watch that happen. And as laboring moms, no matter where you're giving birth, right? Like we don't know the the story that your labor is going to tell, but we can prepare uh, for the things that we, yeah, that we can control uh, with an open palm, right? I used to teach childbirth education courses and it was always like, okay, we're going to prepare for something that feels a little unpreparable, right? For like, we're we're building all of these pieces, uh, encouraging knowledge and allowing moms to hopefully feel like they're empowering themselves for families to empower themselves. Uh, And then we have to hold it with this open palm of like, now I have all this information, but like, uh, we also need to see what happens here, uh, which can feel a little daunting because I don't know, it's nice to have control. It's nice to be like, yes, if I gather the info, I know that it will bring me to this specific place. Uh, And that's not always the case in terms of the actual tangible event, but it can be the case in terms of where our hearts are and how uh, connected and supported we feel. Yeah, and we have this idea as a society, which as a home birth mom, you're trying to break parts of those ties, but we have a very like instant gratification cycle that we experience in our lives. Like if I can't get something Amazon to me by the end of the day, I'm like, well, that's unacceptable. (laughs) I decided I want this thing right now and now I really want it. Um, But Caitlin, talk a little bit about that that peace, that instant gratification, because there is a lot of gratification in birth, but sometimes it's very delayed and sometimes it comes in unexpected 
ways. And then tell us a little bit about this second birth that you had that is so precious and lovely to you, but what were parts that you had to surrender and kind of let go of for that for you personally? Yeah, these are great questions. So Kelly, when you were talking about like holding things with an open palm, I feel like that is the mantra of my life. Like the Lord has told me, (laughs) please, you have these ideas, but hold them gently, like hold them very openly because things are going to change. Like that's just the nature of life. And it's not just in childbirth, you know, like childbirth is a very intense event. It's very memorable. It's, it's a fast paced example. It's like a, it's a microcosm of life. We don't know. We never really know what's going to happen. We don't know how things are going to unfold from day to day. Childbirth is the same way. It's just, it's so intense and it's so fast and it's just a very impactful experience. Um, so going back to um, this, I, this idea, I'm like trying to kind of re rewire my brain of what you just asked Tiffany. Can you ask me the question again? Yeah. What do you think? I have two questions. Number one, what do you think helps women prepare to be outside of this instant gratification in birth? Because sometimes that's not always the case. And then totally separate <laughs> question <laughs> is what, what did you have to surrender in this very beautiful second birth that you enjoyed so much? There still was this element of like, I got to let go of that. Okay. So for instant gratification, I think that, I mean, I think we can all agree when we, especially for the birth lovers, if we just pop up our phones, go on Instagram, we're going to see, like, we're going to scroll and see the most beautiful births in the world. Like just right in front of our eyes, like, oh, this mom's just like pushing this baby gently out into the water and there are rosebuds in it. And it's gorgeous. Like, that's beautiful. And, and that is what we want. Like we want to have that gorgeous flower filled experience. And like I said, I, I've obviously it's, it's recorded for people to know, like that that did happen for that mom, but that's not everyone's experience into motherhood. And the, sometimes the experience is a little longer, a little more difficult, a little louder, perhaps, And there may be like some time postpartum that isn't like this immediate, like, oh, love connection. I've had a number of moms on my podcast recently, or, you know, in the the past few years that have talked about this idea of they hear about the birth high and they hear about like that entrance into motherhood and how you're immediately just like bonded with your baby. And so then when you don't experience that immediate impact feeling, there's kind of like this idea of like, Oh, what, what's going wrong? Like, what's wrong with me? What's happening? Why am I not experiencing this the right way? And so one of the things that I think that is also important to discuss is this idea of how it may not be instant gratification, instant impact, and how sometimes love takes a while to grow. You think about the most beautiful love stories, a lot of times it doesn't start out that way. A lot of times it starts out as a friendship and things slowly over time grow. That doesn't, that doesn't also make it a, a less beautiful experience. So that's something that I would like to talk to touch on. And then with my birth, uh, especially 
I had, I just had a lot of ideas about exactly how it was going to go. What I didn't expect was for it to go from nothing, nothing, nothing to bam, like these contractions are really, really real. And this is happening really, really fast. Uh, one thing that I know a lot of people worry about is this long labor. You know, we're, we're like, oh, I don't want to be in labor forever. That's so exhausting. It's so stressful. And that is absolutely true. Been there, done that, got the onesie. It's, it's legit. But then there's the other side, the precipitous fast paced birth. And this, like, th- like I talked about this idea of like birth happening to you versus you being an active participant in your birth. I think with those precipitous births, it can be really easy to kind of like start feeling like you're flailing and like it's all happening to you. So one of the things that I had to do when all of a sudden these contractions are coming super, super fast and are super intense and I'm like, oh my gosh, like is my birth team even going to make it was to remind myself like, hey, hey, like you, you're here. And this is all going to happen one way or the other. You have the choice right now because you're thinking in your head, like, whoa, this is all happening to me. You have the opportunity to stop and acknowledge what's happening and like really feel what's happening to you and just be more aware of it. Um, So I think that that was the biggest thing that I had to wrap my head around was this idea of like, yes, this is going to be a very fast birth from right now on, you know, this isn't going to be a beautiful six hour. I can get my head around the fact that I'm in labor kind of thing. This is going to be the, the short and sweet version. So deciding to be an active participant in what was a very intense, uh, fast birth was the biggest jump that, that I had to make mentally. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, uh, anybody who's had a fast labor can probably relate to you in so many of those ways, but in particular, the awareness that you had most likely from the preparation and the, uh, you know, those foundational pieces that you had going into it, where you were able to pull yourself mentally to the place where like, okay, nope, don't have control of what's happening in my body, but I can accept it and I can roll with it because again, I'm we have to hold it with this open palm and say, mm-hmm. okay, whatever it is I'm, uh, I'm presented with, whatever it is I'm given in this situation, I have to rise to it and say, okay, here I am and I'm a part of it. Um, that's really beautiful. Well, I mean, and, and really you think about it, like what's the point of fighting it? If that's what's going to happen, then it's going to happen. So if in your mind you're like, no, 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 this isn't what I planned, well, then you're going to just spend that the next, you know, however amount of time you have in labor saying, no, 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 this isn't what I planned instead of actually, you know, submitting to the process and feeling it and, and enjoying it. And yeah, like I said, it's the most enjoyable night of my life. So I'm glad that I was able to kind of reel it back in and remember, okay, this is happening. Like this is just going to happen. And so let's, let's love it if we can. Gosh, there's so much wisdom in that, Caitlin. Thank you for sharing so many pieces of your heart for birth and preparing for it. But also, thank you for sharing um, so many nuggets of right. I was like, oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm over here taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> I love your perspective about preparing for birth. 
where can people get connected to your course and get all that you have to offer in this area? All the nuggets. <laughs> um, so if you want to listen to the podcast, there are uh, well over a hundred episodes at this point. You can just find that on your favorite podcasting platform. And then if you are curious to learn more about how to really prepare for a happy home birth, uh, then check out Happy Home Birth Academy. If you just go to my website, myhappyhomebirth.com, you will actually be able to gain access to my free masterclass, which is called Home Birth Mythbusters. It's the five myths you need to bust to have a happy home birth. And through that, you'll get access to uh, the course with a big old like bonus stack. So just go to myhappyhomebirth.com for all of that information. Level. Oh, and you can find me on Instagram. And I guess I should plug this because it is a happening place. Um, but you can find on Facebook, our happy home birth podcast community. Guys, it is the nicest place on the internet. I, it is so nice. Like the women in this group are just the most loving, wonderful advice giving just, oh, they're precious which I don't feel like is very common on the internet these days, but they're just so wonderful. So if you're looking for some moms, either whether you're considering home birth, whether you've had 20 of them, or whether you're just kind of like, what is this? You are welcome. Just go to Happy Home Birth Podcast Community on Facebook. Oh, beautiful. I have to say, I think that stems down from the leader of said of Facebook course. group because you are all of those. <gasps> well, we love you and love uh, talking with you. And thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, well, I love you guys. I love what you're doing. And I am so appreciative for the invite. I will come back anytime. There will be more. There will. All right, everybody. That wraps up this episode. We will see you next time. Bye.